0: It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. You'll love today because it's going to be sunny. Bob and Joe with you here at the Shank of the Day on Wax as we look at the farm chores this morning. Yeah, 57 and sunshine, not as windy, and maybe overnight a few precipitation activities going on around the area maybe a little fog this morning later on but don't worry too much about that because we'll have looks like full sunshine today and 57 eventually may not right off the bat this morning but it should be a pretty nice day good day for calvin out there how's the welke land and cattle company doing we're up to 53 wow so we got eight or nine left uh, 11 left 11 cows left to come in mostly heifers i would imagine uh no about half and half half and half all right so they're doing well all right and uh that's one item we track every day just like the markets how's the calf crop doing hopefully yours is doing as well as uh, as they are at the Wilkie land and cattle company there in osseo also want to remind farmers in chippewa county april 29th is the deadline if you'd like to be considered to be the host of farm technology days 2024 in chippewa county Again, get a hold of the Chippewa Economic Development Corporation and uh, get your application in. There are some requirements. you have got to have mostly flat land or relatively flat land. Could be a little slope to it, obviously. But uh, for tent city and the parking around there, need about those 60 to 80 acres of mostly flat land. But if you uh, would like to be considered, sure like to look at your application. So get it in. Because the 29th next Friday is the deadline. also Earth Day is coming up tomorrow tomorrow is also one of Jill's favorite activity the Midwest horse Fair down in Madison you ever rode a horse in your life
1: uh, when I was a kid I used to ride ponies. did you really We had a pony actually you <laughs> had a pony on that farm We did really until I was oh probably eight or nine and us kid could kids could ride on. It very well, but it did not like my dad.
0: (laughs) So you can imagine... I got something to say, but I'll bite my tongue. (laughs) So
1: you can imagine that it wasn't a real big encouragement to keep
0: twinkles around Uh, twinkles and larry didn't get along they did not (laughs) oh i I was gonna ask you the question how'd your dad get along with it and you say you answered the question before i ever asked it (laughs) (laughs) well you know oh yeah well cow guys aren't horse guys for the most part around here horses are you know, they got to be fed, they got to find a place to put them, and that's good feed that I could be putting in a cow that's going to a horse. Well, and
1: horses take a lot of time to make them a good horse. My daughter oh, yeah. went out west and got into the horse thing and worked on a ranch, and when she came back home, she thought she needed a horse really bad, so she went and got one. It
0: didn't and, last long, it doesn't sound like. Nope. <laughs> Not surprised at Zimmerman Anchors. All right. We've got other things to talk about besides that. But the Midwest Horse Fair does start tomorrow, run through Sunday down there at the Aligned Energy Center. Should be nice and warm Saturday. It's supposed to be in the 70s and uh, it's going to be in the 60s down that way already today. We've got uh, Earth Day coming up tomorrow, the championship cheese auction. we got a lot to talk about this morning here
2: on WAC. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And let's take a quick check of our Sky 13 weather brought to you by Markwart Motors. Your Markwart Motors Service Department is open for your 5,000 mile scheduled maintenance visit with a complimentary tire rotation, vehicle health check, and car wash. Schedule yours at MarkwartMotors.com. Well, today you're going to like it. 57 is going to be about the high. Some folks down south of us, lacrosse that area, you're going to see in the 60s today. And sunny skies look like full sun. Not right away. It might take a little bit to get it up as the day goes along. Tomorrow, though, the clouds are going to roll in, look for some rain uh, later on tomorrow and into Saturday. 53 tomorrow. Saturday with some rain likely, a high of 71 and partly sunny at the uh, end of the weekend and the next week. But cooling off. 55 on Sunday in the 40s on Monday and Tuesday, back to 51 on Wednesdays. It's 41 degrees. We're going to have some sun today. That'll make you feel better. Get rid of those blues. 41 right now. We'll get about 57 today. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire, and this is the news. NBC
3: News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. A new fine over the travel mask mandate is headed to court. The CDC has asked the Justice Department to appeal Monday's ruling. A judge threw out the order ending masks on planes, trains, and buses. But the CDC says not so fast. Officials believe people should still be covering up on public transportation due to the ongoing COVID crisis. At least eight airlines dropped their mask requirement along with Amtrak, Uber, and Lyft. President Biden says U.S. defense strategy must be dynamic and fluid in a
4: fast-changing world. Ensuring that the security of American people, our interests and the interests of our allies, uh, means having to constantly adapt to anything
2: and everything that's happening
3: around the world. Opening a meeting with top U.S. defense officials, Biden cited Russia's war against Ukraine. He called it brutal and unjustified. Biden also said he has never seen NATO as united as it is now. It looks like President Biden is headed to South Korea. He'll reportedly visit next month to meet with the country's incoming president who takes office on May the 10th. A local newspaper says Mr. Biden will arrive 10 days later, stay for the weekend, and then travel to Japan. Starbucks is filing two complaints with the National Labor Relations Board, saying a barista's union broke federal law. Brian Shook explains. The coffee chain alleges Workers United unlawfully restrained and coerced partners in the exercise of their rights in Denver and Phoenix. They said organizers physically blocked the doors and made threats against baristas not supporting the union drive. I'm Brian Shook. And a trial in the Connecticut school massacre from 2012 is being delayed. It was supposed to start Monday to decide how much Alex Jones is going to pay the families of two Sandy Hook shooting victims. The conspiracy theorist is being sued for claiming it was all a hoax. Jones was found liable last year, but a judge postponed the trial after his company filed for bankruptcy. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Sunshine
0: today. We haven't been able to say that a whole lot, have we? But
2: uh, sunshine today. High's going
0: to be about 57 down. Lacrosse, Crosse, Toba down that way. Probably into the 60s, low 60s today. Not as windy either, but man, maybe a little fog with some of the leftover precipitation moving out of the area. Down to about 36 tonight. 53 tomorrow. Cloudy with rain moving in later on. And 71, we'll have some rain early on Saturday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all partly sunny, but cooling off just 55 on Sunday. 40s Monday and Tuesday, and low 50s on Wednesday. Right now, it's 38, Medford 42 in Rice Lake. Wausau at 41, Marshfield at 42. Green Bay 44 this morning. La Crosse 46, Madison, Sun Prairie, Cloudy 47, Milwaukee 49. And again, here currently in the Eau Claire-Chippewa Falls area, getting ready for some sunshine. We're right now, 41 degrees. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
4: Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong.
5: You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer. But did you know they also offer a competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com
2: to learn more.
4: Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong.
2: Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest
0: Farm Report. Six minutes after 5 o'clock as we check the markets. Again, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. And Jill, start us off with the livestock.
1: Choice fed beef steers are
0: 137
1: to 144 with mixed at 121 to 136. Choice fed beef heifers are 133 to 145 with mixed at 110 to 133. Choice fed Holstein steers are 120 to 134 with selects at 80 to 119. Cows are 65 to 82 with a top of 90 and a half. Bulls are 95 to 114 with butcher hogs at 71 to 91 and a half. Sows are 62 to 89. Boars are 25 to 36.5, with new crop market lambs 180 to 265. Old crop market lambs are 150 to 190, and feeder lambs are up to $6.
0: At the livestock futures markets, Board of Trade cattle prices closed higher, and the hogs were lower. We've got uh, April cattle 143.07 up 172, June 138.62 up 205. August live cattle one hundred forty fifteen. That's up a dollar ninety seven. And October at one forty six ten up a dollar eighty. Feeder cattle again also higher across the board. May at one sixty two forty seven up a dollar seventy. August one seventy three forty-seven up two hundred two. September feeder cattle up a dollar fifty-seven at one seventy-six fifty. In October up a dollar twenty-seven at one seventy-eight ninety-seven. Lean hog carcass contracts lower May. Down 222 at 112.47. June down 257 at 118.75. July hogs down $1.95 at 120.05. And August hogs closed at 118.40. That was down $1.67. And on the Board of Trade, again, uh, good demand for corn and beans. China is in the market, and uh, we know that, and they're going to continue to be in the market, so good demand. Uh, what's going on in Brazil, Ukraine? Markets are really uh, in the headlights. That's for sure. Wheat under pressure though now, in spite of the fact that it's got poor crop ratings. Some moisture coming in makes it look like uh, the crop's going to get better, and we're looking at eight dollar corn. How long has it been? Eight dollar corn's been uh, a few years ago. July corn overnight down four cents, but still sitting at eight oh five a bushel. July oats up six at seven hundred twenty-seven. July wheat down a dime overnight at ten eighty-seven. Soybeans for July down two to three cents, but still well over seventeen dollars at seventeen fourteen this morning. Soybean meal down a dollar twenty a ton at four sixty-five ten. Dairy Markets under pressure again yesterday. Barrel cheese down five and a quarter at two thirty-four and a quarter. The blocks down two and a half at two thirty-three and a half. Butter up a quarter at two seventy-two. April class three up a penny at 2427 and then prices went down again. May down 21 at 2417. June down 14 at 2444. July down 13 at 2417. And August down 8 at 2409. And that's the way the markets look this morning. Courtesy of the folks you know them. Rural Mutual Insurance. Hi, I'm Bob Bosol. Plan to join me on a tour featuring the Oberammergau Passion Play and agricultural visits in Bavaria and Austria August 1st through the 9th. Timeless Bavaria will be in the Austrian Alps. The Oberammergau Passion Play will also explore agriculture in the region, cattle farms, the 500 year old salt mines of Salzburg, and a glimpse of the cheese making industry. Visit holidayvacations.com keyword wax to learn more about this tour and watch a travel show or call. for a free brochure.
2: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: About ten and a half minutes after five o'clock here at Wax. And uh, yeah, we'd sure like you to come along in August as we head over to Europe, Germany, Austria, and see some fantastic things, that's for sure. Well, yesterday, Jill had a conversation, started with Matt Gabler, Matt down in the Augusta area, very, I think, Joe, we could say a very energy-conscious farmer.
1: Yeah, he was really into doing renewable energy um, implementation, and uh, this is the end of our conversation, and it starts off with what he does with the extra energy that is made from his wind turbine and the offers that he had from the electric company.
6: I've been asked by them a couple times when I've gotten a couple hundred dollars credit, do you want, they were willing to write me a check. But I said, no, I'll be using it. Don't worry. (laughs) The fall is coming. It'll be gone. When electricity goes off, do I still have electricity? No, because I don't have battery backup. You need a source of electricity to charge your uh, control panel for the whole system to work. Electric current flows kind of like water does. (laughs) Water will go to its lowest point where electrons the electricity flow to where the demand is so it flows to me if i am needing it if they're not supplying enough for my usage the grid supplies the rest if i'm generating electricity and not using it it goes right on the grid and other people are using it so it's not wasted so how many things do you power with your wind turbine right now it runs silo loaders uh, some lights in the barn when i'm using it the water heaters in the winter time the elements that keep the water heaters from freezing. The biggest use is when I'm drying corn with my fans on the grain bin. That uh, you know, they, there's two five-horse motors there, and if if it's dry weather, I can run those 24 hours a day for up to two weeks at a time straight. So that that's quite a bit of power usage. It's sized to my normal usage. If I would have still been milking cows, I certainly could have had a lot bigger unit. So in comparison, you have a 10 kilowatt system. Think of it generating 10 kilowatts in an hour. The industrial ones you see along the interstate are megawatts, millions of watts. My system is a standalone tower. So my wind turbine needs about five mile an hour wind to make it turn. One of the reasons wind turbines go up so high in the air is because the higher in the air you go, the more consistent and stronger the wind is. My uh, tower is 140 feet in the air, so my wind turbine has three blades that are 11 feet long. You know, 20, 20 to 30 miles an hour, my wind turbine turns as fast as the wind will blow it. So, And does my wind turbine make any noise? The generator does not make any noise at all. But when the wind is blowing that strong you will hear the blades cutting through the the wind. It'll make a whoosh. There's a hydraulic ram from the base of the generator to the tail, so when it gets to 30 miles an hour as a safety precaution to protect itself, it'll pull that tail off to the side a bit, so it pulls the head out of the direct wind. What is your next step on your renewable energy journey? I completed my next step. It's as far as I planned to go. I bought myself a full electric car. No combustion engine whatsoever. Get the biggest battery. It just has 160-mile range, but I've always just charged it in our garage. Renewable energy works. It's been a long 20-year journey for me, but would I do that again? Yeah.
0: And that's Matt Gabler down there in the Augusta area. And, uh, again, the story of producing his own electricity right there on the farm. I know when that uh, got the notice of him putting that up about 10 years ago, and I thought, well, that wind that air uh, propellers, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to say here. But uh, And I kept that. I thought, I'm going to wait a while to see how he does it. And then uh, Jill and I got looking at it here a while back, and she said, I know, man. I'll go down and talk to him. So that's what we did. Interesting story. What
1: I found most interesting is he didn't just start out with the wind turbine, though. No, no. His journey has been, you know, it's 20 years, and he's changed, and he went with the new ideas. And I just find that very interesting. He's very, very uh, devoted to making his own energy. Alternative
0: energy, wind turbines, and much more on the Matt Gabler Farm. we got more farm news to look at. We'll look at it next here on Wax, but get your tickets, start planning. Farm Tech Days in Clark County, not that far
7: away. Ready for a night of country music? Loyal Wisconsin is Farm Tech Fest. Hosted by Rail Acres and Rustic Occasions just south of Loyal on Wednesday night, July 13th. Farm Tech Fest featuring Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and headlining Joe Nichols. On-site campings available. Get your tickets now at FarmTechFest.com That's FarmTechFest.com Sponsored by Partners Bank, Rooney Grain, Wax Radio, Zastro the Beer Forward Insurance, Munson Bridge Winery, Colby Chrysler, RZ Builders, Rural Mutual Insurance.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we
0: do
7: have farm news. Joe, what's going on?
1: Appears to be covering its backside when it comes to corn supplies later this year. With the crops in Ukraine and Russia uncertain this year because of the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine, the Chinese have again turned to the U.S. for corn. Corn. Earlier this week, they bought another 1 million metric tons of U.S. corn, most of it old crop corn. That's in addition to the almost 1.1 million tons they bought from us last week. Grain traders say they expect China to buy more commodities like wheat from us in the near future as the Chinese have made food top security, food security a top domestic priority. That Chinese demand in certain. In, and certain overcrop production in Ukraine and Russia ha- this year pushed corn prices yesterday to on the board of trade to levels they haven't seen in a decade. They've ended up at over $8 a bushel. And that's bringing back memories of August 2012 when the corn price reached $8.39 a bushel. Championship cheese sells well at auction. Last week, 86 gold medal cheeses from the recent World Cheese Championships held in Madison earlier this year went up for auction. When the sale of the 41 cheeses lots was over, the sales added up to a new record level for the 25-year-old event of over $333,000. The money raised stays in the industry and it's used for scholarships for the next generation of cheesemakers, as well as to support World and U.S. Cheese Championship events. Some of the funds will also go to the Center for the Dairy Research at UW-Madison, the new dairy pilot plant at UW-River Falls, and the Davis Dairy Plant in South Dakota State University in
0: Brookings. All right, and I looked. And they didn't list individually of uh, how much, like, the championship cheese was grayer from Switzerland. They didn't list the individual prices, just the overall, what, $333,125 or something like that. But uh, good cheese. They're getting the best in the world, that is for sure. Coming up, we're going to hear about the Wisconsin Livestock Identification Consortium. And how that's played a part. African swine fever. We've had avian influenza. Yeah, identifying livestock premises, important parts of Wisconsin's agriculture.
2: We'll do that next, right here on WAX. For those who work in acres, not in hours, WAX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. One group that is getting some age on it now is the Wisconsin Livestock Identification
0: Consortium. Bob Boesel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And Pam, I remember when uh, they were brought about, when we were starting to identify all these premises, including fairgrounds, if you had livestock, even for a short period of time, but they're maturing and people are seeing that it's pretty good we can identify these these premises because of, uh, well, avian influenza, for one.
8: Yeah, you're right, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And again, because of avian influenza, the spotlight on the Wisconsin Livestock Identification Consortium, WLIC. I talked about it with Jody Leggy. She is the executive director of WLIC. And, you know, avian influenza is not something new. We dealt with it in a big way in 2015, but this time around, because more people have experienced the pandemic, more people invested in backyard flocks, a couple birds here and there. All of a sudden, they're being reminded that they need to be accountable to the state of Wisconsin by law to register where those birds live. Now, that's just one of the subjects we talk about with Jody Leggy, but she has been busy and she said, indeed, more and more people making more and more inquiries about the consortium.
9: Absolutely, I think 2022 is a premises renewal year. So um, that was without having the avian influenza outbreak that happened. But um, so everyone that has a premises uh, registered needs to renew um, in 2022 before July 31st. But I to answer your question, yes, indeed, that uh, I think folks are seeing on the news about the avian influenza outbreak and realizing the importance of registering your premises, especially if you have poultry and you haven't registered before, and that does. Matter if you have one chicken in your backyard or you have, you know, a, a huge uh, flock, so you still need to register that premises uh, with us and then renew it every three years.
8: Now, it's not a difficult process, and again, we want to make sure people understand it's really only telling us where that animal lives, and that's kind of for the biosecurity outreach that's happening right now through the Department of Agriculture, correct?
9: That's correct, yes. We don't even keep track of how many you have. So when you call us, you can, you can register your premise or renew your premise, uh, three ways. You can go online at our website and, and register online. You can call our toll-free number and register over the phone. Or you will, if you have registered already this year, you will get a renewal letter reminder from the Department of Ag, um, and you can fill out that letter and mail it back to us, and that's how you renew. But however, if you, if you're registering a new premises, you do have to, Either call us, or you can download the form online, fill that out, and send it in. Um, and so that way, because you would not get a letter if you if you're not already uh, registered with us. But it's it the process. Probably takes less than five minutes. Um, it's free, and um, we we keep track of your contact information so that the Department of Ag can get a hold of you in case there's an outbreak in your area. We keep track of species that you have on your premises: um, poultry, cattle, horses, etc. Um, but we don't keep track of the number of species and um, all of the information that we collect uh, on behalf of the Dep- Department of Ag is extremely co- held in, in a confidential manner. We don't share it. We don't sell it. Um, it, it is only used for animal disease traceability purposes. Yeah,
8: yeah because really this uh, WLIC, Wisconsin Livestock Identification Consortium, was created to try to protect the integrity of Wisconsin agriculture, Correct
9: that's exactly right and you know going back to protecting the food supply and the food chain um, making sure that 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 is our animal disease traceability system in wisconsin the premises registration we are one of the few states that has a mandatory premises registration to handle animal disease traceability and we use a pretty sophisticated database to collect and maintain that information and like I said um, as an independent entity that partners with the Wisconsin um, Department of Agriculture we keep this information um, completely confidential
8: and that was by design folks I remember when this was coming together uh, making sure that your confidentiality a- confidentiality is respected uh, this way through the WLIC uh, no open records requirement no access by potential animal rights groups or that correct
9: That is correct. In fact, if we get a request from someone to get information, we have to send that through to the Department of Agriculture and they determine whether or not, um, it's a legitimate request, uh, through their system. So we don't, the only ones that have access to our system is, um, the, the Department of Agriculture, uh, and that's, and again, they use it for disease traceability purposes.
8: Well, and it's worked out really good. I know I've talked with the Department of Ag staff as far as avian influenza, which we're dealing with right now. It is really allowed for a clear line of communication from the impacted locations to those neighbors or other uh, animal owners to let them know what's going on, too.
9: That's exactly right, and, and the way that they use our system is if, if you've registered your premises and you have poultry, for example, on your premises, they, they can easily pull emails or phone numbers or mailing addresses and so when they're communicating and these days they do communicate a lot by email so if you're willing to share your email address with us the Department of Ag will put you on um, a list to be able to send you updates on the avian influenza outbreak by email Um, otherwise they, they do occasionally send a mailer out and then they would use that information so it's really important if you have registered that your contact information is correct and updated. And if you have not yet registered, and you have poultry, especially, uh, but any species really, but poultry especially right now, that you that you get yourself registered.
8: We're talking with Jody Leggy. She is the executive director of the Wisconsin Livestock Identification Consortium. They are the keepers of the premise identification information mandatory in Wisconsin if you own an animal. Now we're not talking about cats and dogs or fish, but basically everything else, anything else. Is included under the premise ID uh, law in the state. You can find their website and get registered or find out more information at wiid.org. W-I-I-D. .org. You've got an annual meeting coming up, uh, Jody, and that's another thing people have to understand. Uh, there is a group of active agriculturalists that are kind of keeping an eye on things there. What else have they been talking about? I'm sure it's not all about avian influenza.
9: Well, I think that, um, for WIC, you know, our main focus is, is animal, uh, disease traceability and the fact that it's not, you know, that having that um Animal disease traceability not only protects us and protects our food supply, but it also protects the market value of our products in Wisconsin. So I think that a lot of times when we have our our board meetings, or in this case, April twenty eighth is our annual member meeting, um, and WIC is a nonprofit four one c three that that does have a, have a membership. Um, you know, that's kinds of the things we're talking about is how to, you know, improve all of those those things, and so that the market value of the products that uh, producers are selling, um, that we have the best opportunity for the best market value in Wisconsin.
0: And again, that's uh, Jody Leggy, Wisconsin Livestock Identification Consortium, and the Welke Land and Cattle Company, I would assume, is uh, up-to-date, legal with the WLIC regulations?
1: We are all up-to-date. I filled it out online. It was easy. And I got an email here just the other day that says that we are good to go.
0: Good to go. All right. So, uh, again, you got to do it so they can trace these things if we have problems. 28 and a half after 5 o'clock on a Thursday morning, uh, another place that's registered is Premier Livestock over in the the area because sale barns, fairgrounds, they've got to all be in the WLIC list as well. We'll talk to Rocky, see how markets are going this week. That's next on Wax.
2: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And we do have Rocky Olson on the line from over at Premier Livestock in Withy. Good morning, Rocky. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Good. And I know you guys have your Wisconsin Livestock Identification Consortium uh, registration all up to snuff. It's a good thing. You betcha. Wow, ah, that's good stuff. Well, I know you've been busy. You got a lot of special cattle that have been in there this week. How have they been selling?
5: Thank you, Bob, and uh, good morning, everyone. This is how yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. We had over 300-headed dairy cattle auction featured top-notch supreme cattle all day long. Uh, we had that 105-head dispersal from GM Sandhill. Uh, the top registered fresh cows brought 2,500 to 4,200. Other good cows from 15 to 2,475. We sold 165 cows from 2,000 to 4,200. Top spring and heifers, 1,500 to 20. 900. We sold grade springing heifers up to 2,450. Uh, registered uh, shortbreads up to 2,500. Yearlings up to 1,800. We had uh, some really fancy calves out of that herd Them February. March calves uh, bringing from 800 to 2,500. The heifer that topped the 2,500 was 185 pound red and white heifer calf. Uh, several big loads of grade supreme fresh cows averaging over 2,500. Uh, thanks to all the consigners, bidders, buyers, and Livestock Truckers for making yesterday an exciting day. Uh, it was, sure a lot of fun. Uh, coming up next week, we're going to do it all over again. We're expecting over 1,200 head of dairy cattle for the auctions next week. We're going to have three dairy cattle auctions. We'll have them Tuesday, we'll have them Wednesday, and we'll have them Thursday. Uh, Tuesday, we're going to start with our special monthly dairy heifer auction. We're expecting over 600 head of dairy heifers. Uh, we have five complete dispersals of heifers. Uh, one of those dispersals all being fully registered with several... Several Holsteins, are Holsteins, and many Red Holsteins as well. Uh, Wednesday, we got a good registered tie stall herd, uh, conventional herd, and then uh, organic buyers. We got three herds of organics, lots of organic consignments. We're talking over 250 head of organic cattle for our sale next Wednesday. But keep in mind, we'll start the sale with those conventional[s] and that uh, that good uh, registered herd. Uh, one of them herds is going to be uh, organic. It's going to be certified organic, certified grass fed they're going to be all registered brown swiss then thursday we got 300 holstein parlor free Stall cows it's going to be a two-owner sale we're not taking consignments for thursday uh, we'll have two herds both of them got 150 head in their herds uh full details on those on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com uh questions give us a call at premier seven one five two two nine twenty five hundred. and bob that's how it shaped up did you get
0: out turkey hunting yesterday at all
5: did not, did not. But uh, may, maybe Friday morning I'll sneak away with my all right. daughter. All right. We'll both, we'll both play hooky for the morning. I was going to say, morning.
0: there's no trouble seeing them. At least when you're driving down the road, we can see them all the time. I don't know about uh, in the way. Have you taught her to call turkeys yet? Yeah, yeah. She's been. Oh, good. Uh, she's got her little call whacking away. Yeah, she's she, she's doing good. Good. Has she gotten one yet?
5: No, but she's uh, she's a little bit like I am. So she had some jakes in front of her. There yeah. was a youth season this weekend.
0: Uh, They're not quite big enough, Dad. That a girl. That a girl. She's just like Dad. All right, Rocky, have a good one. All right, thanks a lot. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in Withy. We're going to check our weather forecasts. We'll get Mike in here to tell us about things warming up today
2: and even brighter as well. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, let's get over to Mike Dandry in Sky Skywarn 13, look at our weather before he changes his mind. How you doing, Mike? <laughs> Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Sunny in 57. Is that still the fork? And down? I would imagine down across that area, they're going to be 60s. They're going to get
10: into the low 60s today. And, uh, well, you know, that sounds nice. I think that we'll still take those upper 50s. I don't know about you. Can I speak for you on that one, yeah, Bob?
0: Absolutely. You speak for me and uh, all my relatives.
10: I was going to say, I think a lot of us will take that as opposed to snow like we have seen Fairly recently, um, but this morning we may have just a little bit of fog, just a little bit of uh, moisture hanging around from those showers last night. But uh, aside from that, that fog will clear its way on out and uh, give way to mostly sunny conditions later on this morning and into the afternoon, getting into those upper 50s, topping out around 57 degrees in Eau Claire, and as you said, uh, likely about 62, 63 degrees down in Lacrosse. But then later tonight we'll start to see some high clouds move in, and I'm talking like late tonight tonight. Uh, high clouds will start to move in and possibly starting off with some peaks of sunshine early tomorrow morning. But then we have some more clouds roll in and that'll give way to chances for rain and possibly some thunderstorms out of that. And our temperatures will still hang out in the mid 50s. So really not that bad. But then going into tomorrow night, again, more chances for some showers and potentially some thunderstorms. By Saturday we get this really strong push of some warm air and some very breezy southerly winds and that can raise our temperatures up to the low 70s. The only thing is is that we'll get some uh, we could get some stronger thunderstorms out of that as well and then start to taper off a little bit going into Saturday night, maybe some lingering uh, showers and thunderstorms. Aside from that our lows will actually dip to around the 50 degree mark. But then by Sunday, we'll start to see some cooler air wrap around this and uh, give us temperatures in the mid 50s. Still breezy. Then going into Sunday night, dipping back into the mid 30s. And starting off that last week of April with uh, mostly cloudy conditions and our highs, well, they're going to be back into the low to mid 40s once again. And uh, that's kind of unfortunate. But right now, we can enjoy today as we have uh, mostly cloudy conditions right now. Just, again, a result of some of that low-level moisture and a temperature of 41 degrees.
0: And maybe with some sunshine and a little moisture and a little heat, even the 50s should start turning a little bit greener pretty soon. Uh, lilacs, everything seems to be they way behind.
10: I was saying, too, how uh, there are some uh, cities that are doing that no-mo-may well, yeah, yeah, I think that uh, we're going to have to shift that to no-mo-June. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I don't know, but uh, it would be nice to see things greening up, that's for sure.
10: I agree with you, Bob.
0: Hey, Mike, have a good one. You too. There he goes, Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13, taking a look at our weather. Brought to you by... Hey, Farm Technology Days, Clark County, and Farm
7: Tech Fest. Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party in July. Farm Tech Fest is the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and featuring Joe Nichols. Camping, food, and fun, Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Tickets are on sale now at FarmTechFest.com. That's FarmTechFest.com. Sponsored by Rooney Grain, Partners Bank, Wax Radios, Astro the Beer Man, Forward Insurance, Munson Bridge Winery, Colby Chrysler, RZ Builders, Rural Mutual Insurance.
2: Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm
0: Report. 22 minutes before 6 o'clock and uh, some things going on around the area. Joe, you're going to be on the road a little bit today.
1: Yeah, I'm going to head on down to Black River Falls where their Cranberry, Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers, are having their spring mini clinic today from 9 to 11, and it's in person. You can choose the virtual option, but I'm going with the in person. That a girl. All right, anything else happening? Uh, Clark County is having their spring into the arts tour this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday it's at from 9 to 5, and Sunday it's at 10 to 3 contact the clark county rural development organization for maps and you can go touring around and pick up some artwork and do some shopping yeah
0: it's kind of neat i did that a couple of years ago and they they give you a map but then they've got signs on the road and they tell you follow the signs and this that, and the other thing so it's a a neat deal over there in clark county this weekend so enjoy that also a reminder Farmers in Chippewa County, if you want to be considered to be the host of Farm Technology Days in 2024 in Chippewa County, get your applications from the Chippewa Economic Development Corporation and uh, fill them out and get them back in by next Friday, the 29th, because uh, we've got, uh, obviously, some time constraints here we've got to get to. Speaking of time constraints, let's go into the newsroom, and uh, Morgan is joining us this morning. Are you a turkey hunter?
11: No, I'm not, but I tell you what I am. I'm a turkey counter around our place. Man, are there a bunch of them.
0: That's what I was going to ask, because I think you'd have a lot to... Pick from.
11: Oh yeah, there would be more than Thanksgiving to go around with the <laughs> gobblers in our area. We were I think uh my daughter Siggy and I were coming back from practice and we counted twenty two in the field.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah, there are a lot of them around, that's for that's sure. That's more
11: than I can fit in my oven.
0: Yeah, I know it. I know <laughs> it. But it'd be fun to try. Yeah.
11: Well, what's going on? Well, we'll start with those headlines that keep us in our area. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. It was an Eau Claire police officer that recovers from a broken nose and concussion and a second dealing with a hand injury after they say a domestic violence suspect attacked them yesterday. This happened while police were trying to arrest 34-year-old Stephen Bruns III. Police say he was drunk and threatening a girlfriend and also had a warrant out in Minnesota. Police tried to get Bruns into the squad car and that's when he attacked officers and he started kicking him in the face. Bruns was eventually brought under control and taken to jail. We go to the state level where there was a lot of action yesterday over the medical marijuana bill. Republican authors of that legislation for the state are taking a limited approach. Example here, Representative Pat Snyder of Schofield.
4: because if you tried to do
5: all at once, then it would get shot down, and we wouldn't be able to get this get this through. So let's work on this first and uh, take up those other kind of concerns later.
11: Those other concerns include the fact that the bill does not allow patients to access smokable marijuana. Proponents also say that the hearing before the state Senate committee was mainly for show since the legislature has already adjourned for the year. Snyder and Senator Mer- uh, Mary Foslowski promised to reintroduce that bill next session. We go to La Crosse, where city leaders there are opening one of their parks to the homeless. The city yesterday declared Huska Park as a homeless safe space, and it means police would not stop homeless people from setting up camp at Riverfront Park. They say what they will allow the homeless to stay in the park until the end of October. City leaders say they continue to search for a permanent home and solution to the city's homeless population. And cheers to you from the brew crew. The next night out for Brewers fans could be on the team. Yesterday, they announced a player-led plan to pay off bar tabs at certain bars on Friday away games for the rest of the season. The catch... Well, no one knows which bar until the tab is paid. Uh, the move comes after uh, pitcher Corbin Burns paid off a tab at Left's Lucky Town in Wawatosa. This was opening day last week. The Brewers are calling the effort. This one's on me. And with your calc- uh, wax one hundred four point five, I'm Morgan McCarthy.
0: Boy, I hope they don't pick a bar in Boysville. They'll go broke.
11: Yeah, I don't. Because th- I th- know
0: you like to run up a huge tab.
11: <laughs> I don't think the Brewers could handle that one. They'd have to make <laughs> installments. Yeah, That's right. yeah, little they, payments here and there. They
0: certainly will. They come and wash the dishes in the back. Oh, the pickle of <laughs> this <a> tough
11: place. <laughs> My hands are wrinkled from doing dishes at Brewster's, uh, I'll tell you. I
0: know the feeling. Thank you, ma'am. Anytime, Bob. That's Morgan in the newsroom taking a look at some of the news this morning. We've got markets to get to.
2: Halstrand Angus Ranch is holding their 7th annual production sale on Saturday, April 23rd, starting at 1 p.m. The sale will be at the Halstron Ranch, located at the Ranch W6861 County Road I, Ogama. They are selling 50 hand-selected bowls, bread heifers, and open heifers. The sale includes Allinson Resource, Jindro. Claim Ginger Authority, plus genetics from Musgrave Stunner, Sigeon Enhanced, Raven Powerball, and others. Halstron Angus's Bull Sale, Saturday, April 23rd at 1 p.m. For more details, find them online at HalstronAngus.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: It's almost quarter to six and 41 degrees out there. It's time to hear from Amber from Baron Equity. Fed Cattle
12: Choice Hosting Sears sold from $1.10 to $1.19. Unfinished Sears and heifers sold from $1.9 and down. Kalkaws, the top 20% sold from 84 to 87.50, topping out at 95.50. 60% sold from 97 to 80.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Let's have Scott Herman from Sparta Equity tell us about his sale from yesterday.
13: Slaughter cow market was steady today with 20% of cows 80 to 87.50. 60% of cows brought 65 to 79. And 20% of cows brought 64 and down. Slaughter bulls were steady with the high-yielding bulls 90 to 108. The canner and utility bulls 89 and down. Fed cattle were steady today with choice overnight beef steers and heifers 138 to 148.5. Select a choice beef steers and heifers 125 to 135. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers 120 to 133. Your choice overnight Holstein steers 123 to 126 and a half. Your choice Holstein steers 110 to 122. And the standard to select steers and heifers and heavyweight steers 109 and down. Replacement calves were steady with the top Holstein bull calves a $1 dollar to a dollar eighty. You're hosting heifer calves ten to a dollar and the beef calves one seventy to three thirty-five with no test on the top. Just a reminder, tomorrow, Thursday, April twenty first, will be our next dairy feeder sale with dairy starting at noon, followed by feeders at twelve thirty. Thank you, this has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Market Report for Wednesday, April twentieth. Have a great day. Well, oh, that's the end of
0: an era down there, unfortunately. The Clarence Pranchinski's selling her out. Land, buildings, cattle, machinery, it's all going down the road. Well, let's get to more markets as we uh, get to the Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. How's it doing? Is it greening up over there in your area yet? I didn't see it the other day when I was over there. Well,
4: good morning to you, Bob. Well, a little bit it is, but it's still, we got a ways to go. And like uh, your... Uh, weather guy was talking about before. I don't know if um, you know. Last year, um, I pulled lawn in April. Last year, <laughs> I mean, I'm not really uh, worrying about it. But uh, I mean, it's it's behind. But yeah, I think we need some rain. And well, we got some nice, nice rain, rain yet. yesterday, we, yeah. but. It's- it's, we need some warm rain. It's yep. cold yesterday
0: at 42 degrees, and I mean mean, really a cold rain. You know? Yeah, it really was, but um, hopefully 57 in sunshine, it'll perk a few things up today. Well, perk us up with a market report. What happened over at Stratford yesterday?
4: I will do that, Bob. Thank you, and good morning, everyone, and a summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. And we'll start out with the field cattle auction yesterday, and on the uh, beef cattle yesterday, I'll, uh, of most, of course, are all, mostly all yearlings, and they were selling uh, in the range yesterday, mostly from $1.05 to $1.47. A lot of Holsteins at the sale yesterday. Lighterweight Holstein steers, three to $1.15. Heavier Holsteins, good demand on these heavier Holsteins from $87 to $1.22. Now on to the market portion of the auction yesterday. cow market continues to be fully steady. High-yielding Holstein cows on yesterday's sale were selling from 78 to 88 we did top out yesterday at eighty nine and a half on the cows. The cows this week continue to sell from sixty to seventy seven, and the center cows below the sixty dollar money trade. Very strong market on bulls yesterday, ninety five to $1.12. We did top at one fifteen on the market bulls. Bulls below ninety on fed cattle. Choice grading Holstein steers are selling mostly from one hundred seven to one twenty two. Fielding choice in prime Holsteins yesterday from 123 to 133 on the strictly prime Holsteins. Trading cattle, those are selling below 105. On the calf market, continued good demand on the bull calves and the beef calves. Bulk calves a good Holstein bull calves selling from 100 to 240. We did top so far this week at 270. Beef calves, yesterday's auction, 175 to 375. And uh, we are at Thursday already. Auction today does start at 11 o'clock. We sell cows and fat cattle bulls today. We get to load baby calves uh, after the lunch hour today around 12, 1230. And do keep in mind our next uh, A auction will be next Tuesday, April 26th. And next feeder cattle sale, Wednesday, April the 27th. So Bob, that's all we have for the folks this morning. Uh, to see the sun today. The wind can die down a little bit. We get into spring here sort of, but, uh, you know, of next week, last week of April already. We got to we got to get caught up on the weather thing because boy, I know there's a lot of folks. Uh, a lot of folks got the planters and everything ready to go, but it's going to be a while, especially on these heavy soils. Boy,
0: that is for sure. And I know there will be some wheels turning today, doing little manure spreading and fertilizer spreading and different lime spreading and things like that. So be careful. Hey, have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. Enjoy the sunshine. Yeah, you too, Bob. Thank you. There he goes. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford sale barn. Yeah, sunny today eventually, not maybe right away this morning, but uh, we'll get sunshine, full sun today. High should be uh, upper 50s. Some folks going to see the
2: 60s. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: 41 degrees right now. As we said, we'll get sunshine in 57. And I know a young lady can use some sunshine today. Michelle over at Terrain Livestock in Thorpe. And your voice still isn't back to normal, is it? Not quite yet. No, I'm working on it. So how many bottles of brandy have you emptied in the last couple of days? Trying to get back to normal.
12: Right, I wish, but no, nope. Just dealing with lemon
0: water and teeth, Oh whatever. Oh, you got to, you got to listen to experienced <laughs> health providers oh. like myself and take my advice.
12: Experience, <laughs> experience.
0: Yeah, it is oh, it's my. serious stuff. You gotta, you gotta get into that. So, hopefully, it'll get better. Right. With uh, sit out in the sun today and enjoy it a little bit. So let's find well, out how did the sale go last night. All right, thank you, Bob. Summing up the
12: sale from Wednesday, April 20th at Turing Left Stock Market. In the Slavic Market, we topped 85.5 Was a consignment by Dan Rats of Kadat. 84% of the cows sold from 69 and above. Marked Cups for the week were 80 to 91, still yielding cows 69 to 79, then in-week cows 68 and lower. So hopefully in the stand market shows the prime, 114 to 128, selects for 112 and town. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 90 to dollar. We topped at 108 for the week, utilities for 87 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality health and bull calves fell from $100 to $204 per head. We topped at 206, the consignment by Marvin Beachy of Gilman. Lighter and lower quality calves, 45 dollars per head and down. Holstein heifer calves for 10 to $35 per head. BC across half, 100 to 370 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 90 to 96.5. Sells were 68 to 92.5. Scores were 40 and down. Our next sale will be Monday, April 25th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For Monday's sale, we have consignment of five beef cows and ha- with calves. If you have any questions or you'd like an on-farm visit, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlm.com. Well, that's a dream Lisa. Your family owned an operating market. Have a great
0: day. You have a great day, too. Take care of yourself, and uh, we'll talk to you next weekend. Or next week, rather. That sounds and next week. Wow, okay, yeah. yeah. There she goes. That's Michelle. We'll get uh, we'll get her all healed up here pretty soon. When you don't have the right tools for the job, hard work just gets harder. But with an LS tractor from Synergy Cooperative,
10: you'll have the right tool every time. These heavy-duty tractors are loaded with features, providing the quality, capacity, and comfort for you every time. Be ready for spring with a new LS tractor and attachments including tillers, rotary cutters, box plates, and more. Visit Synergy Co-op in Richland to experience the
4: LS difference. Test drive today.
12: Customer
0: owned, community minded, Synergy Co op. And Synergy Co op in Ridgeland are bringing us our markets. Board of Trade, corn and beans were higher, good demand. China, of course, buying, Ukraine, Brazil situation as we lend the crude oil. If you follow crude oil, June crude oil down 16 cents, but it's still over $100, $101.89 a barrel. July corn overnight down four cents, but still at $8.05 a bushel. The oats up six at $7.27. July wheat down a dime at $10.87. July soybeans down two to three, but over $17.17.14. Meal down a dollar twenty at four sixty-five ten. Country elevator prices.
1: Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location. Corn's at $7.45 with soybeans at $16.56. Doomer's grain of Holman and Buck Country Arcadia. Corn is at 750 with soybeans at 1666.
0: On our DTN screen, corn at Golden Plump, 755 a bushel today. At Baldwin and Mondovi, corn is seven thirty-six a bushel. The beans sixteen sixty-three. Duran, beans 16.63, the corn 7.31, Elmwood, the corn is 7.36, beans 16.68, Fall Creek at 7.26 on the corn, 16.53, and the beans Osseo, 7.41 and 16.68, out at Elk Mound, the corn 7.41, beans 16.59, Sparta 7.47 and 16.59, Ellsworth, corn 7.18 a bushel, Soybeans 640 at the ethanol plants, corn at Boycefield 755, Stanley 756, and the Richmond grain facility 751. Barrel cheese down 5 and a quarter 234 and a quarter, blocks down 2 and a, half, 233 and a half. butter up a quarter at 272, April class 3 up a penny at 2427, May down 21 at 2417, June down 14 at 2444, July down 13 cents at 24.17, and August down 8 at 24.09. Once again, 41 right now, but we should enjoy the day today. We'll see some sunshine as the day goes along, and a high about 57, and some of you lucky ducks are going to see temperatures
2: in the 60s. Enjoy!